You are listening to the Master on Hokanui for a Thursday afternoon. Time to catch up with Phil Duncan from Weatherwatch. Phil Duncan, good afternoon. Welcome to the Muster once again. How's things? Oh, not bad, thank you. It's beautiful and sunny up where I am at the moment, so I'm making the most of that because I don't think it's going to last. Yeah, look, I'll be honest, we've had a peach of a week down here in Southland. It's been really pleasant, uh, like 8 degrees this morning or 10 degrees almost. Got a wee bit cooler, overcast now. Last couple of days, though, they've been absolutely fantastic for um, early spring. Yeah, we've had temperatures above normal. You know, when I see 18, 19 degrees in Southland at this time of the year, you sort of want to tap the screen to make sure it's working. Um, so, yeah, I think the warmer than average weather is definitely a precursor to a cold blast, and that's what we're seeing on Sunday p.m. and Monday a.m. in particular. It's going to be pretty cold and wintry uh, for a time, and there could be snow to low levels, Gore, Balfour, Lumsden, those sorts of areas all all in the snow icon risk zone at the moment. It won't be a huge amount, but at this time of the year, obviously even small amounts can have problems with lambing. So we just say to people, yeah, there's a cold blast coming in. Timing's not great. But the good news is it doesn't look overly wet. So if you look at the accumulation levels uh, beyond Sunday, they're not as bad. And so hopefully it won't be too much of a major problem, but certainly a cold a few days coming up with pretty miserable weather for, for newborn livestock. So when are we talking? When's all this going to kick in? Just remind us again. So it, it sort of builds this weekend. And I say sort of because it's not, it doesn't come in as one clean cold front. But it does look as though Sunday afternoon the temperatures do drop. Sunday night and Monday are the coldest. And then you get into Tuesday, Wednesday, and high pressure starts to roll in. So the southerly winds kind of fade away, but the cold air remains. So you get back into the frosty sort of stuff at night and uh, that kind of stuff. But, yeah, hopefully it's not going to be too problematic, but certainly very big storm in the Southern Ocean that's helping to produce this weather. And after that, are we going to be back to a run of frosts, or what are you thinking? Yeah, I do. I see. A, I do see a chance of frost. Um, the Southland area is a little bit up and down because there will be a bit of cloud around, and it won't just be perfectly clear and still. But, yeah, there is a chance of seeing some uh, frosty weather coming up in the next uh, 7 to 10 days. So, again... Not major, major, like not minus fives or anything like that, but could be, could be down to the minus two mark, maybe even minus three here and there. So certainly a bit colder than what we've been seeing lately. How's it looking for the rest of the month then? Um, we talked about this, we have talking about it the last couple of weeks, we're trying to get you to crystal ball gaze, but um, overall, how's September looking, apart from the next few days? We are forecasting um, September to be warmer than average. So we said the same thing in August and August kicked off with a big wintry blast, and September is doing the same thing. It's kicking off with a wintry blast, temperatures will drop, and at the same time we're saying it's going to be warmer than average. But we're saying that because we do see the trend carrying on and and that warmer northerly and westerly flow coming back in again to the mix. So it may not be all um, you know, freezing cold the whole time, but uh, definitely getting into a bit of a mixture of weather coming through over the next wee while. You're still thinking La Nina for the upcoming season? Yeah, I do. I do think La Nina is looking possible. But again, it's still not 100% locked in. And if you look at the various models around the world, um, and our government does not contribute to that community because they're selfishly trying to just make money on everything they do. So we don't end up being able to share that information, which is a real pain. But the information we do get from other global countries, uh, sorry, countries around the globe, are 
basically an agreement that we are heading towards La Nina, but that it may not last long. So it might be kind of a short-lived, moderate La Nina that goes for the rest of the year and then fades out again in summer. So if that's the case, it may not have much of an impact on New Zealand. It just might not be enough to really, really change things. But it, it's, it's always that wild card where if the sea's warmer than average, then we've got a higher chance of a rainmaker coming through. And if there's no high pressure zone in northern New Zealand, then those tropical lows can come straight down and, and pour with rain here. So there's, there, it adds perhaps a little bit more uh, chance of getting rain. But the last two La Nina events prove that we still don't know in New Zealand all the science behind how La Nina impacts our weather because the last two events caused widespread drought and no one in the government was warning about that. Just remind us again the difference between La Nina and El Nino. Is it uh, one's a wet season, one's a dry season? Pretty much, yeah, for us anyway. So in our part of the world, what it means is La Nina means that we have warmer than average sea surface temperatures to our north, so around Fiji, Vanuatu and the Coral Sea area. Um, and it tends to mean that high pressure is more often parked out to our east, out around the Chatham Islands. And then that encourages a, a, a nor'east flow down around New Zealand with that anticyclonic flow. El Nino is the opposite of that. So you're more likely to have high pressure parked in the Tasman. And when it's parked there, we get a lot of cooler southwesters blowing through and not a huge amount of rain. So El Nino can lead to drought a lot more than La Nina can. But both of them have the potential to bring in drought for New Zealand. And so I don't like to get too carried away with La Nina unless it's going to be a big, strong one. And this one doesn't look like that. If you look at the various computer modelling out there from around the world, it looks like, yep, September, October, there's a chance we could be back in there. But by December, it might already be weakening. So just to sum up for the next week, it's going to be colder. Um, farmers starting lambing, people, uh, farmers that are calving as well. Just have your wits about you. Like Lambing's not in full swing yet. There's a saving grace, but it's just a matter about having cover on hand. That's right, yeah. And I mean, the, the misery index, which is when livestock feel you know, the pain of the cold or the pain of the heat, uh, we're seeing that, that really click in um, around Sunday, Monday. So if you go to ruralweather.co.nz, we have an hourly wind chill graph when you look at the temperature graph at the top there. So that's quite helpful to work out whether or not it's um, how miserable it's going to be for them. And then you can also just click the rain tab next to it and see you can combine, you know, the cold air plus how wet it will be at the same time. So hopefully that's quite a useful tool. But as you say, uh, at least out in your part of the world, lambing's not fully, you know, as it is up where I am. So hopefully it won't be too problematic. Uh, and, and also the, the snowfall totals aren't huge that we're seeing at this stage. It's more the cold air lingering around for two or three days. Phil Duncan or Weather Watch, thanks for your time and look out for those tractors in the CBD. Yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah, if I could actually be bothered driving anywhere in the city, I might actually see them, but <laughs> I can't be bothered leaving my suburb most days now. <laughs> the traffic's so bad. Good on you, Phil. Thanks for your time as always. Cheers, mate. Phil Duncan from Weather Watch there. <clears throat> Excuse me, why? Yeah, just getting a bit dodgy over the next few days. Um, Sunday onwards, a um, bit of snow is predicted. Um, but just, yeah, look, at, you know, everybody's got their weather apps they go for. Phil from Weather Watch is pretty much bang on, though, with his thought process. It's just something to keep in mind. As well, coming up uh, tomorrow, we're drawing another two $20 coffee winners. Thanks to RTL. The farmer needs a break. Text in coffee to 5009 to Hokanui. Or else go to the Muster and Hockenheim Facebook page, leave your details there uh, along with your location and I'll draw two $20 winners tomorrow afternoon. Where this is the Muster up next on your Thursday afternoon, we're catching up with Kevin Ford from Nate in the Beef and Lamb segment.